0: Welcome to Appetite for Production, two unsupervised men, two microphones, and lots of bullshit to talk about music technology. That's right. Who are we, James? I am James Russell, music
1: software journalist who does a lot of uh, writing and video stuff. And I am Tim Kant, a dance music producer and also music tech journalist and general gun for hire. And uh, what are we going to be talking about today, Jamie Boy? We're going to be talking about advanced compressors. Oh wow, fascinating! Genre judgments. Oh, wicked! I am—I'm one of the most judgmental people I know, so I look forward to that.
0: We're going to be reminiscing on the fifteenth anniversary of Garage Band.
1: Oh my God, we're so old.
0: And many more things. So let's uh, dive in to the episode wicked
1: I've got my swimming cap on let's go what have you been up to recently Tim baby um do you know what I've been playing with recently bruv what this is gonna blow your mind blow I've been, it. I've been, blow b- it now I've been playing with Dext Ooh,
0: okay. Um I the a, the Digital Suburban uh, DX7
1: tribute open source synth. That's absolutely correct. Yeah. Um I've been ill all over the holiday season. Yay. But there was there was one evening where I I summoned the strength to get on my computer. And I played with Dext, and I wanted to have a fiddle with the original DX7 presets, bruv. Mm. Um As you do, which was a little bit trickier than you'd think, because you can download all these gigantic libraries of thousands and thousands of patches. Yeah. And it took me a while to work out what was what. Did we do something about Dext for Plugin Boutique? No, or am I getting
0: confused? No,
1: because it's no. I don't think we. Oh, do. No,
0: I. I did something about decks very briefly for playing boutique, and I downloaded it. I. I. I was writing about it. <clears throat> I've never actually used it, but I've heard a lot about it, and I was checking out a lot about it, and I was writing about it, and I got really like, yes, I, I actually really want this, <laughs> yeah. and so I downloaded it, and I was like, it's just going to be sitting in my plugins folder. For a while, and one day I'm going to see it, I'm going to call it up, but I haven't yet. But do go on.
1: Well, um, I don't have much interesting to say about it, apart from it took a while to work out what the original DX7 presets were. Uh-huh. And they're pretty good. Um, and uh, yeah, I uh, I played around with some patches, and I quite like the sounds. The trouble is, I find the DEXT interface a lot less uh, intuitive than, say, fm8 for example but better than a dx7 right Uh, well yeah i've never used a dx7 thank the lordy because i bet it would be really horrendous i mean i don't like i don't like any digital synth interface the easiest one i've (laughs) used is the roland alpha juno and that's that's simple but a pain in the bum basically right but yeah but it's um yeah those patches uh stand the test of time, i think it's fair to say basically and yeah it seems it seems really cool and I mean, I've never played an actual DX7 myself, but they certainly they certainly sounded like the sort of sound that you've heard on many, many records. <laughs> so, uh, I've, I've never
0: heard it myself, but it certainly <laughs> yeah. sounded like
1: I thought it should yeah, sound. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly.
0: Uh, what, did you check out any of the non-DX7
1: patches no, at all? No, no. Ah, no. Racist. Why, why would I, mate? Mean? Um, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Um, what else? I've had a bit of a fanny with my vintage keys. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. How, how are they sounding? Lovely and vintage? Um, yeah, they sound all right. Timely. And the trouble is, when I got it, I had to play with the presets, and it seemed like it was kind of like a bit of a mess. I was like, okay, I'm going to reset this to uh, factory settings. Mm. Um, a bunch of the sounds disappeared, um, and I think I think those ones are were, oh, were actual presets because I've heard them on records and stuff. Um, and I I went had a bit of a deep dive into onto the internet to try and find out what the deal was. But it seems incredibly complicated and there's not a lot of info out there. So now I'm just like, well, whatever, basically. So this is
0: your Vintage Keys rack unit, which you bought from uh, Cash Converters. It is by Emu, right?
1: E- yeah, Emu, yeah, e- yeah, yeah, yeah. Emu, Emu. So, but it sounds it sounds decent enough and I've, uh, yeah, I've been doing a bit of a resampling with it, which I've enjoyed. Cool. So that, that's uh, pretty cool. Oh, and uh, I've been doing this distortion and saturation thing for Plugin Boutique, <laughs> bruv. Uh, oh, the, the top five? The top five Friday, and yeah. I tell you what, mate, that um, excellent audio RC twenty yes. retro color, mate,
2: Ooh.
1: pretty good, man. Yeah, that that's got rave reviews. Um,
0: they've just they've just made a lovely little sort of vintageizer and retroizer. Yeah, um, distortion saturation. It is more than the sum of its
1: parts, brav. You should, you should, uh, you should patent that. Should. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I think I'm the first person to coin that phrase. Um, yeah, it's really good, and it's. I don't know, I think it's the most sort of convincing and sort of useful creatively sort of lo-fi retro thing that I've played with, I think. Mm. Um, And it would not surprise me if a lot of lo-fi house Mm. and synthwave people were using that because yeah it, it makes it makes things sound absolutely knackered what, so it's pretty cool what retroizing modules has it got in it um i can't remember off the top of my head oh, but the one come i really on. liked was the dropout one because i'm a dropout james as yes, you know yes yes um and it and that does stuff well it makes it makes the signal drop out in a pseudo random fashion and uh, yeah I, n- nothing else i've really seen has done that i mean the wow and the flutter's cool or whatever the reverb slash delay was very nice as well in mm. conjunction with all that other Are they stuff. Retro reverb and delay, I guess. Um, yeah, I mean, it's when you when you whack everything on it, it it sounds retro enough. So uh, so yeah, I was pretty happy with that. And the other thing I really liked was, which I've somehow never seen before, um, Isotype Trash Two, mm. uh, the impulse responses, the uh, McAnimals. <laughs> Mech animals? Uh, well, yeah, mech animals, I um, guess, rather oh, than mech animals, yeah. But yeah. I, I remember... I, that rings a bell. Yeah, well, it's basically just like a load of animal-flavoured impulse responses. Oh, yeah. So when you run your sounds through it, it makes them sound like screeching small animals, <laughs> which is obviously very useful. Can you give us a taste? So you want to hear some uh, trash, do you, buddy? So,
0: so this is what this is impulse responses that are actually animal sounds, and when
1: you put your normal sounds through them, it animalizes them. Yeah. Well, let's. Should we try? So I've laid it up serum as a kind of source. So should we just try running a a, a sign through through I, them? I guess so. Is that going to be better than a sawtooth? I can't. Work I think it out. it's too maybe early for me to. I think. We Probably can try, not. but okay, well, shut up. Okay, we're going well, to try a sign. I think
0: you need something full band, but try a
1: sign. Oh, uh, I'll full band you in a minute. Okay, so put it through standard distortion first. Okay. Ooh. Uh, what sort of distortion do you want? I'll go for yeah, just a. Anything. Oh, there we go. Look at that. Look at those harmonics. Oh, I see the harmonics. Life is meaningful again. Yeah, yeah, it is. What is life without harmonics, James? Nothing. Um, so that's the distortion. I'm going to turn that off. Because it's not nearly as interesting as animal noises. So, a mechanical folder. Okay, what now, have we got? So, sh- I'm going to ask you to choose. Okay. Your choices are Badger. Oh, yes, Badger. No, you've okay. got to read out the whole list. Cat. Yes, do the cat. <laughs> no, no, no. Dog. It's dog, I want the dog. <laughs> Goose. No. Monkey. Yes. Pig. Yes. Snake. Yes. Toad. Definitely. Tortoise, Please do the tortoise. Um, Out okay. of all of those, which is your favourite? Oh, man. What's your favourite? You've got to choose let's one. Let's start with the
0: badger, to be honest. Yeah. Because I don't Ooh. even know what badger sounds like.
1: I'm going to turn up my... What happens if you put a saw wave through it? Let's try that. That's a great idea. Oh, God. That sounds just like a badger. It does. Mate, if you've ever encountered a robot badger when you're trolling through Green Hill Zone, <laughs> you will know that that's what it sounds like. Can you do the pig? The pig, okay. That's just a bit formant Yes, well, this, this is the interesting... Well, when I say interesting, not really. Yeah. Um, do you, are you familiar with a dubstep artist called Borgor? absolutely not um he always had these really piggy sounding wops in his <laughs> tunes I was like how does he do it piggy wobs. I think I've got a fairly good idea now basically. could you
0: choose one of Serum's sequenced presets
1: yeah why not um let's go for diver <laughs> is that nice. the sound of your nightmares <laughs> yeah that, that is a uh oh god it goes on <laughs> forever that is a robot pig coming to kill me. Yeah. How about New School Raver? Oh, God, they all just sound like... Okay, like... let's let's go on to tortoise. Yeah, why not? Sounds very similar to a pig. They all sound real similar. Monkey? Oh, that's cat, his monkey. Okay, Change the sequence patch to something nice and bubbly and shiny. Oh, God. I don't know what that is. Dreams? That sounds... Yes. Ooh.
0: So that's dreams through a monkey. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do I think want... that was a bark piece back in the
1: seventeenth century. Uh, well, speaking of bark pieces, how about some dog? <laughs> <laughs>
0: um.
1: Okay. Well, oh, goose. We need the goose. Yeah. Let's get goosey. Well, I'll change the preset as well. I'm going to go for cannon. What's good for the goose is good for <laughs> serum. <laughs> It's kind of future bassy vibe. Yeah, I mean, it's very degrading to the <laughs> yeah, audio, not to us. It's words. degrading for the goose. What about a snake noise? Yeah, okay, let's try it's it. It's going to hiss us up. Ooh. Uh, that sounds pretty nice. Let me try a different preset. Let's go for bass cracking. <laughs> and how about some toads? Oh, toad me. Ooh. Oh,
0: yeah, I like that.
1: So yeah man, um Trash 2 is pretty cool. Oh, the other thing as well, <laughs> which I didn't realize. You go on. I will go on. Um it's got a di- multiband dynamics processor. Uh-huh. And unlike Neutron and current uh, iterations of Ozone, um you can set it to four multibands. So if you miss Alloy and its four-band processing, then uh yeah, it's worth taking a look at Trash 2, I reckon. I'm not going to do anything with that now because I, This is it's pretty old now, isn't it? Well, trash. Yeah, yeah, it's
0: it's vintage, mate. That sort of sounds so good. Pretty much, and you you might think,
1: oh, maybe one day or the one day they'll come out with trash three. Who knows? But yeah, I mean, what do you, what do you do for the for the trash that has everything, mate? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So yes, that's interesting. So um, what are, what have you been getting up to? Anything exciting? Uh, I've
0: been I've been doing a few things. I've been uh, I've been putting up with uh, you know those people who type really loudly and aggressively. Oh, yeah, I
1: know. i one of those myself. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Putting up with one of those in the office. Oh, dear. I've, Are you not
0: wearing headphones? I, I am more often because of it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's annoying when that happens. But I'll go with it for now. I've what been, about noise
1: cancelling headphones? They
0: don't exist, Tim. Bose, Bose was one of the Illuminati, didn't you know?
1: What? Oh, man.
0: I've been doing a. Big ass sort of uh, cutting edge mixing feature for Future Music. Okay. And as part of the uh, regular monthly plugin roundup I do for Future Music, where I compare five plugins of a certain type, I to fit in with that cover feature, I've done a roundup of advanced compressors.
1: Oh yeah. So
0: not just attack, release, threshold, <laughs> and ratio, my friend. What else is it? Crazy controls.
1: Like what? Like hysteresis and knee and So that's where the woman goes crazy because she's got a womb, right? Yes, I believe so. Okay, that's, right. That's
0: from what I've found. Okay, what was what were the others? Uh you got your knee control, you've got your range <laughs> control, um but some of the things I've been looking at are mental. In particular, Melder Productions M uh, turco M turco M Comp. <laughs> yeah. So turco comp Turkey be a compressor. Name. <laughs> that is is mental. It's got it has got four, oh yeah, 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 four yeah, yeah. envelope followers, which yeah. you can set to different definitions. Four um, actual compressors,
1: which uh, are driven by the envelope, yeah, use, aren't they? Yeah. Four
0: stages of saturation and EQ, not just of the side chain, but actual of the signal. Mm. That was that was nuts. You get some crazy controls in there. Uh, Yuhi press work. Oh, I don't know that one. It's uh, Yuhi's compressor. It sort of, yeah, it didn't get very well known, but it is very good. It's like a sort of multi-analog compressor
3: mm-hmm. thingy.
0: Uh, that was very good. It's um, It's got little easy modes as well where you can just load up a preset and the interface changes to a certain type of compressor. Oh, wow, that's cool. Or you can dial in those compressors on your own. Yeah, uh, you've got too much time on your hands. Yeah, DMG Audio Compassion. Oh, I don't know Compassion. <laughs> You know Equilibrium, don't you? Oh, I sure do. And you know that's an insane EQ. So you can imagine Compassion is an insane compressor
1: mm. uh,
0: with all the functions you could ever need and many functions that no one would ever need. But that's that's exactly what this Roundup was for. Mm. The craziest of crazy. Uh, Blue Cat Audio, Blue Cat Dynamics. Oh, okay. As another one. Uh, yeah, sort of compression and gating and the same thing. And crazy, like, you can... Select the response and tweak mm. the attack shape and stuff like that. And what was the other one? Mm.
1: I don't know. But it clearly, left a massive impression on you.
0: Yeah. Oh. Oh no. I did. Uh, I did. Fab felt to proceed too. Of course, you did. Yeah. Wicked. It's. It's actually not as advanced as, this, as the others. I can. Um, it's pretty s- straightforward, isn't it? Uh yes, but I, I wanted to put it in because it can do some pretty crazy things and it is an expensive one. Uh while we're on the subject of fab filter, also this week I worked out you know we talked about fab filter knob slippage.
1: Yeah, I remember it well. Where you're tweaking
0: a knob and suddenly it just flies up to like maximum. i worked out why that happens. Why? So as it turns out, mm. fab filter knobs have two places you can click them.
1: Yes, yes, that's right. There yeah. is
0: the main circle. Mm. And there is the nubbin. The outer ring. Yes, the nubbin which uh, points to where the knob is. Yeah, right, right. If you drag the main circle, Mm. it's up and down with the mouse. Yeah. If you drag the nubbin, Mm. you're moving your mouse around the circle yeah so i must have been clicking one expecting it to act a certain way no, and it didn't
1: okay yeah it
0: just whaps to maximum i get my ears blown off
1: i always go for the main circle to be honest i don't even don't even think about it well that's a that's a good x-file style mystery that uh, you've solved there <laughs> yeah. so that's good
0: another fab filter thing we were talking about pro q3 Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And I have
0: suddenly, out of the blue, been asked to review it for Attack Magazine. Oh, Attack Magazine, eh? Attackmag.com. Uh, that is underway. And so I actually got to use it. Uh, I'm not the biggest Pro Q user, although Why I. Why
1: not? Hey, I do use
0: it. I'm just not the biggest user. Okay.
1: <laughs> um, I don't How pre- big are you? I'm uh, large. <laughs> but not the biggest, okay.
0: But Bro q 3 has been really interesting and it works really well. Um, I still don't think the dynamic side of it is like, it's not necessarily how I work, but I do appreciate mm. it. Yeah. I don't think I would have
1: upgraded to it just for me yeah i mean that was my that was my thought upon seeing what it contains mm. in the new version but there are loads of cool things you can do and i think one of the massivist
0: massivest things <laughs> that's a real word is the whole mid-side or left right per band and you can just you can just drag in a side low cut filter and mm. monoize the lows from Pro-Q3 without relying on anything else. So that,
1: Well, uh, I mean, you could kind of do that before anyway, but I could, guess but you, you could all do your left and bends, right stuff. All
0: your bands would have to be mid-side, and you couldn't do left-right at the same time. In the yeah, same no, time. that's fair enough. Uh, another cool thing is, actually, I, I messed around with the presets, which mm. no one ever does with an EQ, because why would you? Why would you? But they did spark off some cool ideas, um, such as using left-right uh, sort of... Opposing left-right filters, to make the same thing. Stuff stereo. Yeah, exactly. And there, there are some inspirational things in there. That's uh, cool. Now that it's got so many features, but yeah, a
1: bit of Pro Q three. Okay, are we ready to talk about clipping?
0: <laughs> Have you just been sitting there yeah. through the animal noises? Yeah, that's what all
1: I've been thinking about.
0: Through the advanced compressors. You've mm-hmm. just been thinking about clipping. Okay, what did I say to you before the podcast started?
1: Well, you said you didn't believe that clipping existed. I think it's all a massive conspiracy. So uh, explain, please. No, I'm I'm joking. Clipping oh.
0: obviously exists. I just I don't think it's um I don't think it's quite the red line that... No, it isn't, uh, Literally, it is. But I don't think it's quite the red line people treat it as. If you think about how a speaker actually moves, Mm. if you you clip, let's say you clip uh, two samples, then, yeah, the speaker will try and hit the same uh, amplitude on both samples, but it will go up towards the first clip sample, Go past it, fall back down towards the second clip sample, and then keep going. Now, if you have more and more and more and more and more clipped samples, then that's gonna, in the analog domain, that's not gonna be, um, that's gonna start sounding worse. But also, if you load up a properly mastered, or I say properly mastered, if you load up a CD and drag the 16 bit WAV into your door, mm. from what I've found whenever I've done this, it's clipping to fuck.
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think
0: they're exploiting that. Totally.
1: Factor. Totally. They're
0: like intentionally putting it, say, I don't know, maybe it's just one dB, maybe it's it's even less. I don't know how much. They're just running it hot. And because it's one dB, it would only be about one dB of distortion, which no one would notice. But you do get that. That I'm sure there's a sort of safety buffer built into speakers anyway, where you can't it doesn't matter if you push them slightly harder. In fact, well, because no, you is... can play
1: a saw, exactly. you can play a square wave through. Yeah, and true. It, it's fine. So, you the, know. The, it must be like that. So, yeah, um, have I not talked to you about my mixing technique, James? Uh, you run everything into a clipper. I run everything to a clipper, and you and... don't pan. And I don't pan, but the important part—fucking Maverick—is I know, mate. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, uh, and I—I smash that stuff through a clipper, and there are—I would say, you know, there's there's more than a few dB getting taken off there, um, you know. And if you look at um, if you look at a commercial waveform, like they—they they are not like you would get like sort of inter-sample peaks or whatever with those things. Whatever, I don't think anyone cares. And do you know what I did recently, mate? I'll, uh, no. I'll tell you. I have changed the way I've been clipping, son. <laughs> That's right. I've changed the way I've been clipping. Yeah. Said, so, wasn't that a Marvin Gaye song? Yeah, <laughs> yeah don't sue me, um, blurred lines. Um, so yeah, uh, I used to use Ozone, which um, you could make... Clip very easily just by turning the character down, but it doesn't work quite like that now. Um, so I've been using a standard clip by SIR, SIR Audio Tools. Tools, yeah, mate, which is flipping wicked, man. <coughs> okay, and it gives you, um, it gives you ultimate control over your clipping but i just go for the real simple hard clip uh-huh. and then just use the gain control bit of oversampling push it into there boom and uh, yeah and uh and th- this is the thing if you're dealing with very very short transient peaks for example your one shots um it doesn't really notice when that is clipped whereas if you were to for example clip a uh, a sustained sign that would be very obvious, right? But um, yeah, if you're just using it to lop lop your transient uh sort of bits off, then it's uh, yeah, it's great, and it's it sounds decent as long as you don't rag it too hard, and it makes things loud AF. I, I'm trying to work it out. Does the oversampling help or hurt? It sounds no, it sounds good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't really understand. I don't understand the difference. I mean, I my understanding of clipping is. You can't go over one. If it sounds or below good. minus one. If it sounds good, clip it. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, but um, I tried a few different clippers. Uh, <laughs> would you believe? And they're you, yeah, you they're look, all they're all a little bit different. You've so it's, always
0: struck me as a man who cuts his own hair.
1: Yeah, um, I, I do. You know what? I do use hair, hair, hair clippers on my beard. So there's uh-huh. a little there's a little facial hair tip for you as well. <laughs> you Clipping nice, it's not just for your master chain. <laughs> you need a nice soft clipper. Yeah, it? yeah, that's if right. You're going on the face. Um it's sure, you sure do. So um yeah, I tried a few out. I tried Frontier, which is I think that's what it's called, D 16s yeah. free
0: clipper. That's just gotta sort of switch soft clipping on or off. Yeah. Um But it's good. I do I use it for the podcast most of the time. Oh, do you? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Mm, mm. Mm. Well, um, Mm. yeah, I highly recommend uh, Standard Clip. And it was only... I got a discount for signing up their newsletter, so I got it for like 17 quid, which for something I'm going to use on every project ever is uh, pretty reasonable, I think. Mm. Okay,
0: that's good. I cannot
1: argue with that. No, well, you shouldn't try, because I'm totally right. So, uh, yeah. Uh, Do we have any other thoughts on clipping? No, uh, other than to make the
0: disclaimer that when you said that I said clipping doesn't exist, I
1: I didn't mean that. <laughs> that was a joke, was it? Yes, that, I see. <laughs> that was an exaggeration. Yeah. Well, the thing is, it doesn't matter about clipping now because you can because uh, it de-clip doesn't exist in uh, RX. Well, oh maybe. yeah, that
0: that is the other point. Because mm-hmm. yeah, if if you do clip, then you can declip to an extent, and I'm sure it won't be crazy. But if it's a transient. Who gives a shit, yeah?
1: Yeah. Yeah man. Transients overrated, Imo.
0: Yeah, I say I say clip it. I say we move uh, as a civilization from K12 to K6. Oh and my clip god. clip it by 6 dB. Do you know I that, need would be, that there's nothing wrong with that, right?
1: Yeah, well, do you know what? I'm sh- I take off K4 even. I take off like 6 or 7 dB or whatever with with my um clipping in the uh master I think it is so yeah it's pretty crazy bruv I mean the thing is you just don't <laughs> want to do it audibly I've had masters come of my stuff come back and they've had, like, audible clipping on, and that is not cool. So that's kind of, like, why I like to do it myself as well. And plus, then you're given more more control over how the final master's going to sound.
0: That's funny, because this podcast is sponsored by audible clipping.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Shouting into the microphones. I was going to say something else, but I totally can't remember what it is now. Declip clip stuff? No, no, I don't know.
0: Oh, well, that's, that's all good. That's all Fair enough. I, I I can't believe we had a sort of long discussion about clipping. Yeah, but it's we we went we're interesting there.
1: people. Um
0: one final thing I've been doing recently. I should have said this last time, but I forgot about it. Uh I was judging <clears throat> the mixed in key two genres contest, which is a contest where uh people have to mash up two genres. Oh, okay. Well, you know all about that, don't you? Yeah, I'm I'm the uh resident no, like of sort things. of
1: like a uh, psytrance and uh fairground organ music yeah exactly ups that sort of that's your kind of r- your your wheelhouse it's my it? my reason to be <laughs> <laughs> right i didn't realize it was that serious okay uh,
0: so yeah that was a case of uh listening over and over and over again to 20 entries that had been shortlisted and uh choosing the ones i like the most for three categories those categories were uh the grand prize which is like basically mixing two genres to make a new one. They're the best hook, and there was the craziest combo of genres. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, I eventually managed to pick uh, three winners for that. It was pretty hard to pick the winners. Uh, cause, How come? Because uh, there's a lot of good stuff in there. Okay. Uh, some didn't agree with me, but uh, fair enough. And <laughs> of the three people I picked, two of those won the actual prizes. Okay. And, uh The third person who won was my fourth place.
1: Oh, okay. Well, that's cool. Well, it sounds like you're pretty uh, pretty spot on.
0: Yeah, my musical tastes have been vindicated. Yeah, nice. So can
1: you tell us anything about the uh, (laughs) Uh, the genres
0: created? Yeah, it's all public. Uh, One of them was a track by someone called, uh, I want to pronounce it Quaid, but I'm pretty sure it's Quaid. Um, Start the reactor, Quades. Yeah. I'll uh, <laughs> see you at the party,
1: Richter. <laughs> <laughs> Should I carry on? That was a track... These people need... Uh, <laughs>
3: <Co-hagen.
0: laughs> ah,
1: <Yeah>. co <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> That was a track uh, that combined Surf Rock and Trap...
1: Oh, wow, okay. Which That's I, what the world's been waiting for. Yeah,
0: and there was another one which uh, combined doo-wop and uh, just modern pop music, which oh, okay. was actually... That was especially good. And both of those were really, really good. There's another one called Love Blind, which was a sort of 3-4 signature, which oh. captured my imagination. Um, mm. That uh, uh, combines waltz, acoustic, pop, and electronic. But, you know, it was basically mostly electronic music in three four,
1: which, which is quite bold these days, really. Yeah, I mean, like, the thing is, I was talking to somebody about this the other day. Um, there was a bit of experimentation with time signatures in the 90s because it was the best and most innovative decade, but that seems to have just completely disappeared now. Yeah, you get some things popping up, but yeah, I, I mean... Why do you reckon it is? Well, this dude who I was talking to, I was like, well, are not people experimenting in time signatures anymore? And he was like, well, mate, if you do stuff in uh, three, four time, it sounds like electro swing, so I don't bother. And that was his answer. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, it
0: it will always sound like a, a sort of 19th century waltz, um, you do, but well you can make
1: that cool there's there are a few really good uh three four time and even weirder time signature DB tunes from the 90s which i'm a big fan of but yeah it's it has like i literally haven't heard anything like that for 20 years basically Mm. so mm.
0: annoying stuff but yeah it's, it's it's good to see a contest like this with people uh trying to smash together two interesting things and uh yeah well, I, in this in this post in,
1: in this postmodern age, there there's nothing new under the sun, is there, mate? So all we've got is just smashing uh, older ideas together, I guess, to to try and create something new, like splitting the atom, basically. Yeah,
0: like the large hadron collider. <laughs> exactly. Hopefully, it'll,
1: to do. Hopefully, it'll create a gigantic black hole that will consume the Earth instantly. That would be uh, that'd be nice. That that's my hope as well.
0: GarageBand, Band, the uh, the door we like to scorn.
1: I don't scorn Garage Bands. Okay. People have people have made big tunes in it. Well, it is fifteen years old. Fucking hell. Yep, that and is depressing.
0: There is a video of the original launch. <clears throat> Steve Jobs joined by uh, John Mayer at Macworld 2004. I was thinking we watch it and uh, do our signature rye comments. Oh, let's get
1: rye. Pastrami
0: There's on rye.
2: Four great apps that work seamlessly together in iLife 04. A lot of editing. But God, iLife. Remember that? So cool <laughs> that <fifth laughs> app It's going to be part of the iLife family. This is a very low quality video. Man.
0: And I am going to eat a pan au chocolat while we do this. What? It's, a it's proper beavis and butthead. pro
2: music tool. <laughs> but it's for everyone. It's for all of us. And what it does is it turns your Mac into a pro quality musical instrument and complete recording studio. One app. One app? One app in a complete recording this studio. This kind of a niche thing, right? No. Niche. I, it's pronounced
0: niche, I hate Steve it when they it's say the niche. This is really so good. dumb.
2: One half of all U.S. households have at least one person who is a current musician.
1: That does not, does not sound right. In
2: high school 20 years ago, but currently plays a musical instrument. Half of U.S. households. This is a really big market, and we think GarageBand is...
1: People tend to, to inflate whether they are so
0: a musician. Yeah, you yeah, on? yeah.
1: You can Especially non-musicians. Yeah, I mean, I might call myself a musician, right and we both know that ain't true. So you can
2: <laughs> play over 50 software instruments that we've included right in GarageBand. These are super high-quality software instruments that you can play if you have a USB or MIDI keyboard. You can use over a thousand professional loops, for those of you familiar with... sound, This sounds almost
1: video, as good as Magic's Music Maker, mate.
2: Over a thousand professional a thousand loops. Do you know how much that would cost? So <laughs> I you don't know, know like, you like a million, million quid? With you. Of course, you can live... You can record live audio performances. You have over 200 pro-quality audio... effects. Really?
1: Two hundred audio like, effects. That
0: sounds like how many presets amps. it had in it. Yeah.
2: You can plug your electric guitar. Yeah, right clap for your the
1: guitars. Mac
2: and pick from vintage or modern guitar amps because guitar players love this. And record. Right
0: no, on they your don't. Mac. <laughs> so
2: software instruments. This is a really big deal. Software instruments right on your Mac. One of these is a fifty thousand dollar Yamaha Grand.
1: <laughs> Yamaha. <laughs> wow. So it's about fifty grand, right?
2: Right. If you've got a We're just given these things the piano, away. And they've got a Mac, you can get them GarageBand, and a pair of headphones and a USB keyboard and they've got a $50,000 grand piano in their bedroom.:
0: No they haven't <laughs> No they've they got haven't a seen. sampled $50,000 yeah, grand piano.
2: Not only do we have over a thousand pre-recorded loops by great professional musicians, but these things adjust their.: I thought they said they, they had a1,000. As
1: 50,000. what is going you're, on?:
2: You're doing? Propaganda course, live <laughs> It's fake news mate vocals, Whatever you Whatever you want And this is all In one app What, what One app one? Oh, This is what it looks like This will never happen Garage band Oh, like yeah. <laughs> It looks like shit It looks like mixed Mixcraft To help me demo Garage band I'm not a musician And so uh, we have Don't sell yourself bars.
1: short Steve Thank John John
0: fuck Steve Jobs <laughs> Was not a musician
2: <laughs> John
1: John May John Mayer that is a really crap album cover, by the way. He's been
0: 14 years old for oh. the last 20 years.
2: <laughs> I like his hoodie. So, now, the first thing we're going to do: John's a guitar player, but he volunteered to play keyboards for us too here. What am I? And doing? so uh, <laughs> we're going to bring up GarageBand and just give a very simple demo. First, I want to show you how you hear these software instruments. So
1: let's hear
0: them, Steve. Would you like some of my pan of chocolate? Oh, band
2: right, coming up Let's get Here we go. And I've loaded They're a soft like this project, the and so we're just going to have John play. We don't have to record anything or do anything fancy.
0: Get okay, on want That's the jump, Steve. <laughs> I love the um, audio codec they've used on this. Yeah, it looks matching. and sounds That's great. You you gotta love the USB data compression. Yeah, There's yeah.
2: Let's keep going. As, yeah.
1: <laughs> clap for the clav, guys, come on.
0: Yeah, this is great and everything, but can <laughs> you put it through a goose <laughs> emulator? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. They missed a trick there, mate. What? I don't understand why people are applauding this. Presumably they have no idea what a core one sounds like. Mm-hmm. This was a great find, mate. (laughs) Yeah, get your trap on, John.
2: (laughs) A 70s electric piano like a Rhodes?
1: Oh, sounds rubbish.
0: Yeah, they they really ran this video through a clipper, didn't
1: they? They should have done, mate.
2: Percussion like this jazz kit?
1: Terrible
0: that's how, that's drums. how I
1: would play if I was demoing, here.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh, no. There's <laughs> a
2: the cathedral organ.
1: A nice organ. Fair play.
2: All in the key of C, by the way. <laughs> and a classical guitar.
1: To a Sting album? Later years, yeah. Mm.
0: Oh hell yeah!
2: <laughs> it's
0: really weird when he started <laughs> playing the fucking lute. <laughs> <loot.
2: coughs> remember that?
1: Uh, no, what, was, what was that? He started playing the lute. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know what that was all about. Was that a naughties thing? Because yeah. Mm, weird decade. It's obviously <laughs> off his tits on <laughs> <and> tantric sex. This
2: was the first time. I've ever heard a guitar sound like a guitar on a keyboard, especially.
1: Shut up. Oh, you lying bugger. You can bend into a note. It's on a backpack on Grand Piano, now, but when it was for the guitar, you can hear it. The string noise in there, too, so it has all the attack and all the kind of sound. Almost there. as if they sampled it. Yeah, right? wow, it's like the first time that's ever been done, right, guys? <laughs>
2: I'm Do you reckon Steve Jobs looks like
0: an evil owl?
2: Owl go ahead.
1: from Owl as in oh, the, right. the bird of prey.
2: Yeah, he kinda does
1: actually. People vaguely bobbing their heads. Look <laughs> <laughs> like he's rolling up his jeans in a funky fashion. <laughs>
0: He's rolling up his jeans and down his turtleneck.
1: This this is why the Nauties was kind of like the end of cool, basically. It was all over at this point.
0: Yeah, when they started getting nerds to be the cool
1: thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even I know that's a bad idea. <laughs> Bit of a head, head bob from John there. I don't think they're gonna make it need to mix
0: it when you've so got you no See chance. what we
2: can do with this. Yeah. It's incredible. John, thank you. It's creating the mix down really fast for us here. Bouncing audio, really mate. Really you would have thought? Yeah. I know. It's the mix down.
0: Offline audio export.
2: Uh, <laughs> iTunes create a special playlist for me so I know exactly where it is and I can put it right on my iPod.
1: I guess people weren't used to seeing it done in this transparent sort of fashion. I guess yeah. music production and reporting would have been a bit would have been demystified, I guess, by this. So... I mean, it was
0: 2004. Yeah, man. It's, it's fair enough to say it was impressive. Yeah. Especially for the average person.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Still would like to see uh, John Mayer grapple with some dynamic EQ. Uh,
1: yeah, it's like... At Macworld
0: 2004.
1: Yeah, totally. It's like, if you're not, you know... He's, they haven't mentioned mid sides. Do you know what I mean? Come on, Steve. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean... To be fair, I did, like. I was never a big Steve Jobs fan. It does seem like Apple have really gone downhill since uh, he uh, passed on, basically. Well, Steve
0: Jobs was the only thing. Uh, he was single-handedly upholding Moore's law. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. He was like Atlas, yeah. holding it up. Oh, man. That's why he was
0: such an irritable ass.
1: <laughs> yeah, right, I see. <laughs>
0: But yeah, it's a, it's good to good to see uh good to remember every so often that GarageBand exists because you know it's a it's a lot of people's intro into music production mm. and it's um I don't know on reflection it's pretty good that Apple are doing or were doing things like this and are still doing them uh, when you compare that to Windows who don't give you anything. Yeah. Except uh, Windows Media Player and uh,
1: <laughs> video editor is the, it?
0: The sound recorder thing. Do you remember the classic? Oh, the classic yeah, I, sound
1: recorder. Yeah, like what? Basically, what? It was ahead of its time because it was one button functionality. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what was that? Uh, what was the sort of mixer that you could get to? Like
1: oh, what the actual it? Windows built-in mixer you, where you could like set yeah. the MIDI level. Oh god, and the WAV wow <laughs> level. Oh Jesus.
0: So I guess on reflection, yeah. Oh, this is probably a good thing.
1: Yeah, totally. And it was pretty canny of them <clears throat> to um buy logic as well, but e magic back in the day, I guess. Yeah. And incorporate everything. You know, and logic's still pretty popular. They've, you know, I feel like they've they've kind of done an alright job with it, you know?
0: Yeah. I think uh we can drop our usual scepticism and uh Enjoy that this thing existed.
1: Yeah, and it still does exist.
0: Oh. <laughs> skeptic- skepticism comes flooding back.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's real, James.
0: Okay, it's time once again for the section we call What the Fuck Propeller Head. <laughs> nice. And. Oh, dear. What are they doing, bro? What aren't they doing? <laughs> oh. So, back with reason seven or eight, hmm. they introduced a ridiculous thing called Ali Hooper, which is... Oh,
1: I remember talking about this. Yeah. Like, Who is this Ali Hooper woman?
0: Yeah, exactly. Now, it's it was basically a sort of collaborative platform. Oh, Rolls-Eyes. Social media for producers. <laughs> Uh, which they launched along with their apps, Figure and Take, which were kind of good. What was which...
1: Take? Was that some kind of recording thing? Because I do not remember. Yeah, it.
0: Take was recording via your phone, three-track recording. Figure was uh, three-track drum. I'm not going to call it a drum machine, but it was a drum generator. Mm-hmm. And you could export from Figure, from Take, or from Reason to Ali Hooper, and. Everyone could download, reuse, and re-export to Ali Hooper your things, and it was sort of track. This person made this beat, and I recorded this using take, and then this dude put it into Reason and did some stuff to it, and here's the finished track.
1: And it sounds awful, presumably. Well,
0: one of the main problems was that you could only do a stereo export, whatever Brilliant. you were doing it from. So great, you got just, just the stereo for the drums, and then the dude puts some vocals on it with take and then you have the whole thing just one stereo track and then when you get that into reason it's a stereo track which you i don't know you can put something next to it but you can't change it and yeah it was kind of like you know you have a login you can comment on stuff you can i guess you could like stuff if you wanted to um but yeah on about a year ago about 15 months ago. They decided to cut this loose from Propellerhead and make it its own sort of separate company. And now, guess what's happening? Tell me, James. It looks like they are shutting it down.
1: Um, Probably for the best,
0: yeah. I'd say. Uh, it says the Ali Hooper business say they can no longer afford to be in business
1: (laughs) Uh, what a massive surprise yeah
0: and this social media sort of thing will be switched off for good on the 17th of january and all data will be destroyed by a fire
1: wicked what put into a giant burning bin
0: yeah now so obviously you know this this wasn't going to last and we would have known this from the start because it's a silly idea
1: yeah this is this is the sort of like the sort of you know absolute pinnacle of the sort of stuff that we would slag off and say is dumb
0: yeah it's the sort of shit that's
1: dreamed up by a marketing person. Can I go off on one please and give you my hot please take? oh God, yeah. Um, all of these things like these kind of social networks designed for making music together they just seem to be created by people who have no idea what it's like to actually make music and don't seem to like they seem to be going for this mass market audience that i don't don't think it's probably there yet Mm. um and it's you know and the thing is you know what making music is like james it is a serious slog and it's not like It's not like an advert where you're hanging out with your mobile. You're thinking, hey, I've got an idea for this crazy rhythm. And then you tap it into an app. And then 50 minutes later, you've collaborated with all your mates around the world. And you've gone viral. And you've gone viral. It's more like, oh, I've got an idea for a thing. Let me spend about a million hours on my computer and then like and then it's going to be a really complicated project that if i want to collaborate with somebody i've got to like we transfer it over to them because it's many gigabytes do you know what i mean yeah that's yeah. the reality of making music i think at the moment
0: yeah very true and it has been for a while but yeah people keep coming out with these things and it's not like collaboration is something that needs a solution no like it's fine collaborating is fine it's like just send an email with the stuff yeah use dropbox uh, use WeTransfer. transfer yeah sit in the same room whatever you need to do like that's, that's it's that's not going to d- help
1: to be on a social media site yeah it frustrates me because the kind of implication or certainly what i infer from this sort of thing is hey music making is really easy and a bit of a laugh it's neither of those things james it's very very hard and very depressing and misery making that's the reality of making music
0: yeah you know th- those figure and take apps were actually like they were they were fun I'll call them fun.
1: But you're not going to make music. Oh, well,
0: it's not original,
1: uh, certainly. Well, like the thing is, you know, uh, there, there have certainly been instances where you've had poor quality recordings taken with a phone featuring on a bit of, you know, popular commercially released music. But you don't want to base everything around a recording from a phone because it's going to sound like ass.
0: <laughs> I can't argue with you. I'd yeah. like to compare and contrast two quotes Uh, One is September 2017, when they uh, let (laughs) Ali Hooper be a separate company. As Ali Hooper steps out on its own, the team at Propellerhead is excited to watch it continue (laughs) to revolutionise the way people collaborate to make music on a global level.
1: Wow, big dreams.
0: And uh, December 2018, it can no longer afford to be in business.
1: (laughs) Wicked. Well, that seems like a, yeah, a a lesson for us all there. I I think what this is, when you get
0: people who are business people, you know, people who come in because they need to be in charge of this massive business that has a lot of investors. Yeah. They know a lot about business, but when it comes to being a specialist in what the company actually makes, they have very little idea and they tend to listen to the advice given to them by other business people yeah and so when they say well social networks are really hot right now yeah totally and when when someone goes to a company says instagram's very hot right now it's like no we're a company that makes music slash audio things yeah we we shouldn't be on instagram no one Really, in the music world, unless they're connecting with their normal fans, yeah, and doing a load of shows, like a plugin developer doesn't need to waste time on Instagram. No, I'm sure. I'm sure they'll get a little bit of traction from it, sure. But why not be somewhere else? Why not be on SoundCloud? Why not be somewhere where producers actually are? Yeah, producers are on Instagram, just like everyone, just the same percentage as everyone. Yeah. But when the business people who are in charge of running a big business here oh you got to do this cuz these other businesses did mm. it and they did well okay well we must be exactly the same as all those other businesses and so we should do the exact same thing that they do and you get shit like this
1: i think you're spot on with that mate i mean i guess it must be very tempting for all these companies to think okay uh social is where all the cash is mm. uh you know that's that's what the future is but look at like something like for example extra records serum mm which is just a very simple, straightforward plot product that does the thing and is sold in a non-complicated way and is absolutely massive. Because it's a good product. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? And
0: there's no head honcho CEO exactly worked at a million companies with 500 employees. Exactly. <clears throat> you know the tangent here, but do you know the uh, note-taking software called Evernote? No, I'm not familiar with it. It's basically a really bad <laughs> note taking app yeah. slash website browser based thing. And it's quite simple. Mm. It's it's effective and it's good. But they have like in America they have like a whole building with billions of employees for this note taking app. Right. Whereas, you know, We know that, like, a team of three people could create and maintain this exact same thing just as well. But, you know, they put it all into marketing and trying to get people to use it and trying to make people go premium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the kind of ridiculous business douchey stuff, which which is just, oh, it gets to me every time. You know what else gets to me every time? Tell me. Big gaming companies buying franchises that everyone likes and destroying them
1: oh don't get me started mate
0: burn out anyone
1: you know what i'm saying
0: yeah um there are a billion examples obviously yeah yeah civilization
1: destroyed oh really you're not keen on how it's gone i mean my little brother was saying that he's not really keen on the direction of six
0: yeah and all of them like i think halo even went a bit downhill at least bungee went downhill for a while when it was acquired everyone gets acquired by this thing and you know this is exactly what we're seeing here people come along and invest and all of a sudden oh oh uh, the people who actually use our stuff don't like this crazy business
1: thing yeah 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 it's frustrating and it's annoying and and the thing it's a it's a waste of resources as well it's just like they could have invested their time and money in doing something much, much better, basically. Mm. So, yeah, it's a real sad state of affairs. And, like, to be honest, I think in music tech, I think the people that seem to be successful um, are the ones who kind of keep it small. Do you know what I mean? The yeah. People who don't go off on a crazy one.
0: Yeah, I think that's that's fair enough. They just keep it simple and they don't
1: sell out. It's yeah, all just, selling out. Just make a good product, guys just make good good products don't worry about all that other bullshit like the thing is if you've got a good product other stuff will come from that like i think it's working from the top down to be like okay everybody everyone's going to use this and you're going to be able to collaborate online that just like i don't think we're ready for that shit yeah
0: mm. oh, Uh, the world's messed up
1: really is mate. and this is by no means the most messed up thing about it though it is near the top clearly
0: However, Mm. Propellerhead have done something good and interesting. Oh, really? Ooh, look at this. Complex 1 is a modular synth, which is a Reason device. It's a Reason rack extension made by Propellerhead. Yeah. And one of the interesting things about this, they seem to have done something good and because it's a modular system obviously you'd expect a bunch of patch cables and because it's reason obviously you'd expect a bunch of patch cables the to, two go together
1: yeah totally
0: uh, this would be the first time that you've got patch cables on the front of the reason rack
1: Whoa. although
0: personally i think what should have been is when you load it up you just get the back of it and you have to flip the rack to get the front of it and yeah. then you patch everything yeah but this is pretty cool do you want to play the video at the top yeah sure So, modular system in reason.
3: The weirdest, the coolest, the most sound-bending, groundbreaking textures. The most
1: sound-bending... Can I just talk for a second? Please. About all the marketing bullshit that we're getting in music tech now. It's like, people are not... People are going to listen to this sound-bending shit. It's meaningless. Give us us some actual data, basically. Yeah. Shall I carry on? Well, you
0: will also note that... As much as this voiceover is good, mm. it's a bit Disney. Yeah, it's yeah. a bit. Mom says it's just <laughs> magical. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. You know, it, it's a bit too um full of wonder. Yeah, but it,
1: there should be no wonder in music. I
0: say that as a hardcore cynic, but
1: you know, I'll let it slide. I think if you'd be making music for any period of time, you're a hardcore cynic. So let's crack on with this, shall we?
3: sample libraries. They come from blank canvases of synthesis possibility. Yeah. (laughs) Complex one by Propellerhead is our most ambitious and yes, our most complex instrument to ever land in the Reason rack. But the results? So worth it. It
1: Looks pretty good, doesn't it? So worth it, mate. It does look nice.
3: Inspired by our favourite synthesis concept.
1: Look, I can't wait to ask this question. Can you plug the knobs (laughs) on the front of this? To stuff on the back of other stuff, because it seems like that would be impossible.
0: That is a good question. Actually, I assumed you could, but then you'd have have to to flip flip around the rack.
1: rack. Unless it looks the same on both sides. And
0: they don't show that happening in the video. That is interesting. Well, it
1: seems like they've missed a flipping trick already. Oh,
0: They really would have done if that's the case. I hadn't even considered that that wouldn't be possible. Let's check it out.
3: By legends like Don Bucca and Robert Moog. complex ones. Yeah,
0: apparently inspired by East Coast and West Coast synthesis. Wow,
1: both coasts,
0: coast to coast. Yeah.
3: And all the deep. Oh, stop it again. Nope.
0: One more thing. Yeah. You better be able to patch two of these together.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure Like, if you you set up two instances, you
0: better be able to patch one into the other.
1: I don't know if they've done it. Let's
0: carry Mm. on.
3: Thanks to its four times oversampled signal processing and limitless routing. Complex One is built around a true modular synthesis architecture. We're talking jacks and cables. It obeys the same conventions and workflow that makes hardware systems so beloved. If you've used those, you'll feel right at home and vice versa too if complex ones I love
0: cables they's the massive nice. cables
3: everything you learn here will translate it's trans- like a bird's nest you you're self patching a hardware rack real good Signals travel from oscillators and noise generators through VCA's, wave shapers, filters, and low-pass gates and can get further modulated by LFOs, step sequencers... Oh, dear. Come
1: on,
0: propeller heads. Okay, you can stick an audio signal into it around the back, but I don't think you can batch it. While that is dumb I think you're right oh system.
1: that's a missed opportunity it really really is
3: as it is a happy accident machine try
1: you're a happy accident you machine don't
3: know what sound lies at the other end of the cable you're holding until you plug it in yeah. Might be advanced textures I mean
1: I'm sure you can get very complicated just using the instrument alone but the thing is the fact it's part of reason What
3: just happened? It
1: makes it it just feel like a missed opportunity instantly. It really
3: does. Oh
1: that's
0: annoying to be honest.
3: But it is impossible to ever completely master. And that's exactly how I don't
1: want a synth that's impossible to ever completely master. I want a synth that I can master right away, please. Okay, should we see how many clams it is? Yes. 89 UK clams. So that would be about, what, 99 $1. clam dollars? Mm. And Euro clams, yeah, I guess
0: so. See, I, I really, I do like the idea of this, but the very fact that they missed the trick of being able to, uh, seemingly missed the trick of being able to patch it to other reason devices, which would be a no-brainer.
1: Yeah. I mean... But, I mean, maybe oh. that would have required a big change to um, reasons architecture. Yeah, but, but why bother uh, doing this shit?
0: Why not just why not just create all the devices that go into this modular system as separate all devices, separate things. and you can load them all as one if you want? Do you to? know? What? There's no there's no reason that they shouldn't do what we want. Oh, no. okay. I mean, I. I am sure it's good. It's and it's priced Which, reasonably. Yeah, I can't always say I'm sure it's good when it comes to a propeller head product, but this I can. Yeah. But it just feels like that yeah, it feels like they've missed something.
1: Yep. They're, hey, there's a trial version at least.
0: <coughs> yeah, oh, ah, oh, oh, it's
1: <laughs> Yeah, so round the back what have you got? You've got a sequencer control with CV, gate, pitch, bend, and mod wheel outputs, and then external routing with CV out, CV in, and audio in. So, So, yeah. You
0: you can patch stuff to it. You can patch Mm. CV and audio to it, but you have to do that, like, through double connectors around the back and then access those through the front. I mean, yeah, the thing is, if you had connected this, if this connected to all the other stuff, then it would be even messier a tangle of patch cables than it would have been before
1: true
0: but reason's all about messy patch cables isn't it yeah i don't know i think uh i'm actually i'm in two minds but i i just dislike the fact that you can't do that because that's what reason's all about yeah
1: that's like that's reasons like sort of a remaining usp really yeah rack and ruin Oh, James, I am medically exhausted. How are you? I I think I've had my fill of you and of me. (laughs) You lucky boy. Um, Okay, well, let's uh, call that a wrap, shall we? Yes, we
0: are going to be back in about two weeks' time with a special episode that's not special at all, which we have recorded from the past.
1: Oh, wow. A journey back into the distant past of this sort of time. Because
0: I'm going away for a month starting tomorrow, and uh, if I die on the plane then there ain't no more appetite for production
1: Uh, well actually mate I've already lined up your successor so don't even worry about it excellent nothing to worry about (laughs) see you next time take care bye bye